Section 66 of the Lives of the Most Remarkable Criminals Who Have Been Condemned and Executed for Murder, The Highway, Housebreaking, Street Robberies, Coining, or Other Offenses, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dale Grothman. The Lives of the Most Remarkable Criminals Who Have Been Condemned and Executed, Volume 1. Edited by Arthur L. Hayward, Section 66, The Life of Thomas Bradley, a Street Robber. One must want humanity and be totally void of that tenderness which dominates both a man and a Christian if we feel not some pity for those who are brought to a violent and shameful death from a sudden and rash act excited either by necessity or through the frailty of human nature sinking under misfortune or hurried into mischief by some sudden transport of passion i am persuaded therefore that the greater part if not all of my readers will feel the same emotions of tenderness and compassion for the miserable youth of whom i am now going to speak thomas bradley was the son of an officer in the customs house at liverpool the father took care of his education and having qualified him for a seafaring business in reading and writing placed him therein he came up accordingly with the master of a vessel to london where some misfortunes befalling the said master thomas was turned out of his employment and left to shift for himself want pinched him he had no friends nor anybody to whom he might apply for relief and in the anguish with which his suffering oppressed him he unfortunately resolved to steal rather than submit to starving or to begging one fact he committed but could never be prevailed on to mention the time the person or the place the robbery for which he was condemned was upon a woman carrying home another woman's riding hood which she had borrowed and he assaulting her on the highway took it from her which was valued at twenty-five shillings upon this he was capitally convicted at the next sessions of the old bailey nor could never be prevailed on by a person to apply for a pardon on the contrary he said it was his greatest grief that notwithstanding all he could do to stifle it the news would reach his father and break his heart he was told that such thoughts were better omitted than suffering to disturb him when he was on the point of going to another and if he repented thoroughly to a better life at which he sighed and said their reasoning was very right and he would comply with it if he could from that time he appeared more composed and cheerful and resigned to his fate this temper he persevered to the time of his execution and died with as much courage and penitence as is ever seen on any of those unhappy persons who suffer at the same place at the time of his death he was not quite nineteen years of age he died between the last mentioned malefactor and he whose life we are next to relate. End of section sixty six.